Oh, let me restart that sentence. All good. <laughs> and welcome back to the Monarch Impact. I'm Autumn Kerger, a junior at Gwinnett Mercy. And I'm Miss Remal, the Director of Alumni Engagement and a member of the class of 2012. Today we have an amazing alum from Gwinnett who graduated in 1990 and just received the TROCARE Leadership Award for her work in healthcare. She will talk to us today. This inspiring woman has her BA in biology from LaSalle University, earned her medical degree from Temple University, and completed her residency in pediatrics at the University of South Florida. After finishing her residency, she went on to take a fellowship at the National Institutes of Health, working on vaccine developments and respiratory viruses. However, she completed her fellowship at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, during which she received her master's degree in clinical ophthalmology from University of Pennsylvania. In 2011, she moved to New York for a position with Pfizer as a global medical monitor in the Vaccine Clinical Research Division. She is now the Division Chief of Pediatric Infectious Diseases at the Maria Ferreri Children's Hospital and Boston Children's, Ho Children's Health Physicians in Westchester County, New York. During the COVID-19 pandemic, she has overseen infection control at Maria Ferreri's Children's Hospital and at more than 60 outpatient practice locations for Boston Children's Health Physicians. May 2021, she was recognized as one of Westchester County's healthcare heroes. Now you're probably thinking, wow, who's this amazing woman? Because I know that's what I am. Without me blabbering on any longer, please welcome Dr. Sheila Nolan. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. And we are super excited to have you. So I have a few questions for you. Um, and the first ones kind of have to do with your time here at Gwinnett. Um, so when you went to high school at Gwinnett, what subject were you most fascinated by? So I loved biology, you know, that was uh, definitely, uh, you know, a longtime favorite of mine. Um, I had uh, Mrs. Janoshik in my uh, sophomore year for biology, and then I took the uh, advanced AP biology with uh, Mrs. Conway. And uh, so uh, got to uh, dissect the fetal pig and, you know, do all sorts of fun things uh, you know, with biology. But um, I mean, I had, you know, I, I loved my whole experience at Gwinnett. I had great teachers for, you know, for everything. I loved history. We had Mrs. D'Angelo and Mrs. Schramm. And uh, for English, I had Sister Christie, of course, um, challenging at times, but we loved her. And, uh, you know, uh, it was always uh, definitely a better writer uh, because of her. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so lots of, you know, it was a, I, the lovely thing about it was, you know, just a very well-rounded, you know, good foundation. I think everyone says the same thing about Sister Christie is the the grammar. Everybody has grammar under under control with her. And I had Mrs. Conway as well for science. She is the best. Well, I think talking about teachers on the same track, what were like the teachers that influenced what you chose as a career? 
So, you know, I, I wanted to be a doctor really from the time I was like five years old. So that at least as far as I have a memory, I wanted to be a doctor and I really wanted to be a pediatrician. Uh, I loved my pediatrician. So he was sort of probably my, you know, obviously my parents are my first teachers, but, uh, you know, he was probably one of the first uh, influences. Uh, and then, um, you know, I just, yeah, I, you know, again, Mrs. Janoshik and, and Mrs. Conway for, you know, for biology were amazing um, teachers teachers and mentors and, you know, really kind of got the, uh, you know, brought the subject uh, to something tangible and, um, and interesting and fun for me, you know, not everybody likes science. So, um, but, uh, and I, you know, I had a great, um, you know, math foundation as well. We had Mrs. Diamond for calculus in, in senior year and, and she was amazing. And I, you know, uh, I ended up taking calculus again in, in college, but uh, was so well prepared. Um, so really very grateful to, to all the teachers. Yeah, definitely. Um, our teachers here are great, obviously. Love them so much. I feel like they definitely give us an idea of what we want to do. Absolutely. Um, so if you could give any advice to a current student who wanted to go into the medical field, what advice would you give them? So just it really... I mean, for me, my, you know, follow your passion and, and that's just, you know, whatever you like to do, if you really, you know, enjoy your work, it's, it's not work. Uh, so, you know, it's, um, there are definitely challenging times. There are definitely, you know, parts of um, your career that you, you know, might not like as much as other things. Uh, you know, I knew I wanted to be a pediatrician, but uh, when I got to, you know, sort of my residency after medical school and um, went out into a private practice, we, you know, we would have time to go uh, into a private practice and uh, kind of see what being a real world pediatrician was about, which is something I thought I wanted to do my whole life. I was like, ooh, I, I I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't like this. And so, um, you know, you just sort of have to trust what you, you know, what you feel and what you like and, and, and follow that. Did you have any, you know, clubs or activities or anything when you were acquainted that kind of helped you sort out, you know, to make sure that you really wanted to go in the medical field? Like, what did you do when you were here to kind of prepare for life after Gwinnett? So we, you know, we didn't have any science clubs, at, at least I wasn't in any science clubs. I don't think there were any, any kind of science clubs. Um, I was, um, I was involved in sports. I, I played uh, field hockey and lacrosse primarily. Freshman year, I, I played on the basketball team, but um, I'm, I'm not that tall and, and basketball, definitely not my, my forte. Um, but, uh, but field hockey and lacrosse, I, you know, definitely loved um, and, uh, and played. Uh, I was in the magnet. Um, I was in the, the ministry club. Um, yeah, not, uh, we didn't really have any science. So from a preparation of sort of career wise, you know, I mean, the magnet was good, you know, uh, definitely helped. You still have the magnet as the newspaper, right? Do you still call yep. it the magnet? Yep. It's, it's online now. So it's, it's not printed like it used to be. <laughs> All right. But, uh, you know, so you know, you need to write in medicine. So, uh, you know, any, any extra experience writing uh, is always good as well. Um, but from the, yeah, from the extracurricular, you know, activities, not so much. I mean, you know, the service organizations are always, you know, I mean, medicine is in a way a type of service and um, I mean, obviously I get paid, but uh, you know, there's definitely that sort of atmosphere about it and, you know, caring for others. And so that, you know, I think is, is somewhat of a preparation as well. Yeah, definitely. 
And, you know, you could have chose to go to any school, but you came to Gwinnett. And so obviously Gwinnett is a lot different in showing us how to be merciful and all those things. So is there anything that mercy education has impacted the way you live out your life? So I, I think, I definitely think the focus on service, I mean, you know, I went to a Catholic grade school and then, you know, so definitely uh, raised, you know, Catholic and, um, and my faith has been a, you know, big part of my life. Uh, and so just that, that really extra focus on, on service and, you know, helping the community and uh, sort of volunteerism, I think uh, was a big part of, you know, sort of mercy spirit. And, um, and that has definitely, you know, stayed with me throughout my life and, and, you know, definitely influenced uh, the things I've done and, and the path I've, I've chosen. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's the, the reason a lot of our, you know, alums go into medical fields. I know you mentioned in your remarks um, for when you won the Trocare Award uh, during reunion this year, you know, bringing in all of those women who are also in the medical field along with you, a lot of women in your own class um, and, you know, Gwyneth, you know, graduates in general that, you know, a lot of us go into those service fields because of the experience we had here. Yeah, there's just at least a half a dozen of my very close friends from from my graduating class uh, went into medicine. And uh, so, uh, and there's there's probably more I'm not thinking of right off the top of my head and, and a lot of nurses. And and so definitely a lot of people in in the, you know, in the medical field. And I, I think, you know, it's, it's such a rewarding uh, profession, you know, I mean, you just, you help each help people every day. So it's, it's, uh, it's really extraordinarily rewarding. Absolutely. And, um, speaking of, you know, how rewarding it is, obviously, um, you have a lot on your plate. Uh, you take on, you know, more and more, you, you know, you're working, uh, at Maria Ferrari Children's Hospital, as well as the outpatient locations for Boston Children's Health Physicians. Um, that's a lot. And you also have a family, like, how do you manage to kind of do all of that and make it all work for you. I mean, obviously your time at Gwinnett, you probably had to juggle all the sports and everything too, but you know, what do you, how do you make it work for you? Yeah, it's funny. Each time I sort of get to a new stage, I, I kind of look back and think, I thought I was busy then, but I'm not. I, <laughs> like I thought I was busy in high school. Right. No, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I, I was busy in college. No, not at all. 15 hours of class? Like, no, not at all. Um, so, you know, you just sort of keep moving and, um, you know, sometimes you don't get everything done on one front that you need to, but uh, enlisting support and, um, uh, and that sort of thing is, is you know, uh, you know, have a very supportive family um, and they've, uh, especially in the last, you know, more than 18 months now, 20 months or so, uh, have, uh, you know, helped carry the load. My husband's, uh, wonderful and, and, you know, has, uh, you know, our, our relationship and is, is really a partnership raising our children. So, uh, you know, we both work and, and so we've had to, you know, juggle that and, um, uh, you know, definitely my kids have been a little annoyed with me in, in the last 20 months as, uh, I've, uh, had to take on, uh, a lot of extra responsibilities, a lot of interruptions, a lot of um, kind of being on call 24 seven for, um, you know, all sorts of COVID related problems and, uh, and things that arise, whether it's the hospital or outpatient practices or patients or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, so, uh, 
you know, um, asking friends to help out when they can. Uh, and so, you know, it takes a village and, uh, you know, keep trying to work through every once in a while, one of the balls that's being juggled drops um, and you pick up the pieces. <laughs> so, yep. uh, but it's, uh, you know, I, I mean, I have a very, you know, supportive family, you know, my parents have been able to come up and, and help us out. So it was easier when I lived in the Philadelphia area, but, um, you know, living up in the New York area, uh, it's a little more challenging, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we do our best and that's, you know, that's all you can do. Absolutely. And actually, I'm going to skip one question just because uh, mm -hmm. we'll go back to this one. But no, that, yeah. that's good uh, segue into my next one. So pardon my my pause. Um, yeah. So you mentioned, you know, that you don't live in the Philadelphia area anymore, uh, but you kind of been all up and down the East Coast. I know you work in Boston and New York. Um, what has it been like kind of branching out and working in different areas all along the East Coast? Have you noticed any differences or, you know, especially during COVID, like how has that been to work in so many different locations? So, I mean, for COVID, I've, all, I've been here in New York the whole time. Um, you know, I, I sort of took some brief stints away from Philadelphia. This is now the longest I've, I've been away from, from the Philadelphia area. Uh, but, you know, I lived, um, I lived down in Florida. I did my residency um, down there. That was sort of my first venture out of, the, out of the Philadelphia area. So I spent the first 25 years in, in the Philly area. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, not terribly different. I uh, always um, enjoy coming back to Philadelphia and I sort of feel like it will always be considered home. Um, I'm still a Philadelphia sports fan and, and doing my best. I have one son who's definitely a Philly sports fan. Um, the other one has, you know, sided with my husband and New York fan, but, um, you know, we, we make adjustments. My daughter's being very neutral. Uh, so, but as far as, you know, I mean, I, people are people, uh, you know, uh, patients are, you know, the patients, you know, when the kid is sick, the parents are scared and, and you just do your best to, uh, help them out and help them through it. And, uh, so not really, you know, in the medical field, I don't, I don't, you know, and you, and you talk to people who, you know, go overseas and all over the world and, you know, people are people and they just, you know, want to be, you know, cared for and, and, you know, parents everywhere just want to make sure their kids are safe. Absolutely. Yeah, of course, definitely. You definitely have an amazing career. Um, you're very inspirational. I can say that for sure, but I definitely have a question for you on what made you choose this path specifically, but like more specifically, I feel like why did you choose to specialize in infectious diseases? Like, I feel like you don't just wake up one day and go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna specialize in this. So I'm, I'm really curious to see why you wanted to specialize in it. So, you know, as I said, I, I definitely knew um, I wanted to do medicine. I loved everything about biology and, um, and pediatrics. And so, you know, I tried, uh, I definitely had told myself to keep an open mind going into, you know, medical school and um, just seeing what I loved. And, you know, I loved my pediatric rotations and uh, I didn't really, I, in the beginning of med medical school, we had during our orientation, a lecture from Dr. Sarah Long, who is, um, you know, a, an extraordinarily well-known and well-respected infectious disease physician at St. Christopher's there in Philly. Um, she's sort of like the grandmother of pediatric infectious diseases. And um, she gave us a lecture and, uh, you know, talked about uh, infantile botulism. 
which is uh, an, you know, an infection where infants essentially sort of um, become paralyzed uh, because of the botulinum toxin um, that inhibits nerve conduction. And so, uh, you know, she sort of talked about the case and talked about the treatment for the baby, but also talked about the role the infectious disease team played in sort of uncovering the source and how they figured out, you know, along with the Department of Health that the um, father was working at a construction site and his boots were bringing in dust into the family and they found the botulinum spores there. And so the baby, you know, that's how the baby uh, ended up uh, becoming infected. And so, you know, I just thought that was tremendously fascinating and like the coolest thing ever to kind of be a detective as well as, uh, you know, caring for and treating for, you know, treating patients. So uh, when I, you know, when I finally sort of, you know, I, then I went into pediatrics and, um, and then, you know, thought it was still going to be a general pediatrician, but um, I also really liked microbiology and I really liked learning about bacteria and viruses and, and that sort of thing. And, and so, um, you know, and I liked inpatient medicine and um, and taking care of patients in the hospital more so than the outpatient practices. So pediatric infectious disease is, is more heavily based um, in, in the hospital. So sort of all of those factors kind of rolling together, you know, I, I once I finally decided that I would specialize, um, I, I decided that I would do infectious diseases and um, definitely not disappointed. I, I, there's lots and lots of things I love and, and miss a bit about general pediatrics. You know, you don't sort of get to watch a kid totally grow up and, you know, most infectious diseases in, in the pediatric population um, are, are sort of short-lived and you kind of get snippets of people. Um, so you don't sort of get to see that long-term growth and, and development and, you know, see your patients go off to college and, and that sort of thing, but uh, that you've taken care of since they were babies. Uh, but, um, but it's extraordinarily rewarding. I mean, when, you know, you get kids that are really super sick in the hospital and, and get them better and get them out the door and get them home. That's, um, it's pretty, it's a pretty amazing feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there ever uh, been an, you know, experience specifically with any patient that has, you know, struck you as, you know, the moment you realized, wow, I'm really doing what I'm meant to be doing? Um, I mean, I have, you know, kind of those, I feel like all the time, you, you know, I mean, I just, um, it's, you know, as I said, it's, it's an extraordinarily rewarding kind of situation that uh, I have the privilege really to be in. Uh, so, you know, I mean, any, every time, you know, we get somebody better and, and they walk out the door. That's, it, it's really just an amazing feeling. Um, you know, there's always several cases that, uh, you know, stick out in your mind. Um, I had the opportunity today to uh, have a, a little photo op with a former patient who had um, uh, a pretty severe infection and what we call necrotizing fasciitis. And um, she has since uh, become an advocate for our hospital and uh, raised uh, almost $25,000. And so uh, so we she came today and presented her check and uh, we got to see her. And so I have a cute little t-shirt. Oh, I don't have it here. Uh, you know, Team Taylor. I'm now part of Team <laughs> Taylor. And, uh, and so she's a pretty amazing little kid. And so those, you know, that's just... I mean, things like that, you know, happen relative, not, not necessarily raising $25,000, but, um, you know, people reaching out and being grateful is, is, um, you know, a really, uh, uh, fairly common experience, which is amazing. 
That's awesome. And yeah, I feel like there's so, so many positives that come out of it, but I'm sure it can also be incredibly exhausting and take a toll on your, you know, just mental health and everything. Like, is there anything that you do to take care of yourself? You know, when you come home, do you, you know, do anything that's just for you to kind of recharge and reset after a tough day? Um, uh, <laughs> in the last 20 months, not so much. Um, the, the, the recharging is usually like, talk to my kids for, you know, 30 minutes or something, you know, try get dinner on the table and, and try to talk to the kids um, for a bit and spend a little time with them. So that definitely recharges me. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I used to run a good bit, uh, and I, that's, uh, takes some time. So I do, I do like to get out and exercise and hike and, and, uh, and run and, um, you know, be active. I do, um, I still uh, coach lacrosse. So my daughter plays lacrosse and uh, they're pretty big with lacrosse up here in the New York area. We mm -hmm. uh, started uh, first grade. So they're, they're actually now moved it down to kindergarten. So wow. <laughs> much for, I've coached lacrosse since my daughter's in first grade. She's now in seventh. Um, not like, well, you know, it's not the school based lacrosse, but uh, now that she's in seventh grade school, school coaches take over. So that's nice. Um, but, uh, but we've had a lot of fun with that. So I, I really, I enjoy that and being able to, you know, play with the girls, although it's like a totally different sport now. And they all make fun of me because I still have my wooden stick. <laughs> so <laughs> That's awesome. So I have a few questions to kind of wrap, wrap up with. Um, is there any advice that you would have given your high school self? Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, you know, I think I've, I'm, I'm happy with the way, you know, I've, I've uh, performed and uh, been able to, you know, make it through. And I've, um, I have sort of trusted myself. Um, I think mentors are really important. Um, and so I probably could have done a better job in college, um, getting, you know, making a little more connections and, and trying to get uh, some better mentors. Um, I feel like in medical school, I was able to find some and then really after that, um, in residency, especially, and then um, and following that, I've really, you know, been able to establish really good rapport and really good connections um, with mentors. And and so I think, you know, having people earlier in my career uh, probably would have been helpful. And I may have, you know, I, I decided just, you know, you're supposed to decide now in your second year of uh, residency when you when you want to when you want to specialize. I did a chief residency year and that's the year I decided, but it opened, it ended up opening up some doors for me and I worked at the National Institutes of Health and have a, you know, good background now in, in basic science. And, and so it, it all ended up working out for me. So I'm not necessarily displeased that I did what I did. Um, but uh, I think, you know, mentors are, are really important um, as you, as you get through. Uh, and um, that's, you know, that's probably what I would have told myself is to, you know, seek out some, some mentors and, and people in the, you know, uh, in the field. That's interesting. You, you bring up mentors because that is something that um, we're really focusing on for the girls currently in school. So next year, Autumn will get her own alumna mentor. We actually launched a mentorship program with all of our seniors this year. Um, each one is individually paired with an alumna who um, hopefully is interested in something that, you know, or, you know, pursuing something that the student is interested in um, so they can get a little bit of feedback and start that, you know, while they're still in high school as they're approaching college. Um, so we'll have to get you involved in that next year, Sheila. 
Yeah, we'd love to have you. Yeah, no, it's there. It's it's important, and it. I think you know sometimes when you're struggling and you're having a tough time with things, you know, to have somebody you can reach out to and uh, and just you know kind of talk it over and recognize that you know very few situations are really unique. Um, many many people have you know gone through similar struggles and and that sort of thing. So uh, you know, I think that's important. Yeah. And is there any questions you wanted to ask uh, for current Gwinnett girls? I guess that would be me. So like <laughs> any questions you have for me about anything? <laughs> so I guess, you know, I, I, um, the uniform's still, well, the uniform's different when, than when I was there, but it's pretty much the same as when my sister, my sister's a little bit, a little bit younger than me. Um, so, but, um, you know, I guess, what's your favorite thing about the school now? That's tough. Honestly, I think, I think the teachers, and I would say, especially the science teachers we have, I really feel like they kind of really help you. Uh, science never was my strong suit, but it's actually my favorite thing now um, because a lot of the teachers, especially my freshman teacher and sophomore teacher, and even junior, uh, they just really helped me through it. So I would say the teachers here, they're really really push you to become who you're supposed to be, so. And why did you, why did you pick Gwinnett? Did you have, did you have a choice? I mean, sometimes your parents have. I did, I actually had a choice between um, a couple different schools. I picked Gwinnett because of the community here. Like as soon as I stepped foot in the building, I really felt like, wow, like there's no chance I'm gonna be left out. Like everyone just really cares about one another and that's super apparent. So I was like, yeah, Gwinnett's the school for me. <laughs> I think a lot of us feel that way too when we walk through these halls. You know, there's a, that feeling of like almost like a warm hug. Yeah. You know, you you know that you're gonna fit in here. That's great. Yeah. No, I, I felt similarly. My, you know, I didn't have. I sort of felt like I didn't have as much of a choice. My sister had gone there, and my parents loved it. And so, um, but uh, you know, we lived actually very close to the mount, and um, so we. I grew up in Flower Town, and uh, so I could have walked to the mount, um, but. Uh, they, um, my parents really, really liked Gwinnett. My older sister loved it. And I, you know, but I did, I, I, I would have chosen had I had the opportunity, <laughs> I, I, I would have, uh, you know, definitely chosen Gwinnett. And I did, I did sort of have an opportunity, but, um, you know, there was, there was a big pull to, uh, continue at Gwinnett. <laughs> we love it. We love a good legacy of, of sisters coming here. So that's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I only have brothers, so I won't have to have a sister. He yeah. comes here, but me too. I have a twin brother, so <laughs> he he did not come here. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's really it's 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 nice, and the, the the family legacies are really fun to see. And uh, yeah, I know my older sister, uh, her daughter ended up. Uh, where does she go? She goes to. Um, oh my gosh, um, I'm blanking completely. She's gonna kill me. Uh, <laughs> uh, somewhere else, a villa. So she goes to Villa, uh, but they, you know, Gwen, it was just, it was going to be, it's just too far for where they live. So, but uh, I have some other nieces who, who are a little bit younger. My brother's daughters live not too far. So, um, you know, they're, you know, the oldest is in first grade, but, but, you know. So she'll be, she'll be here in, I don't know how many years, is that seven years? So <laughs> we love it. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Well, you are so amazing to talk to. And do you want to tell us anything else about your career or you feel like you mentioned everything you needed to? 
Uh, I, you know, I, I mean, I think I, I mentioned all I could or all I, you know, whatever uh, you guys are interested in. Um, so, uh, you know, I just, you know, as you're thinking and considering your career choices, you know, just uh, it, it's, I mean, I think it can be daunting. I feel really sort of lucky that I had a really strong pull to the medical field and, um, you know, I didn't really entertain too much else um uh, but uh I, I don't have any regrets and uh really happy I, I did what i did and and sort of each sort of stage um i think you know just trusting you know trusting your gut and trusting what you know you really uh think will be you know put you on that best path forward uh is is what you should do so um it's you know fortunately uh, worked out really, really well for me. Um, and, uh, I've gotten to, uh, be at some amazing places when meet some amazing people, uh, along the way. And, uh, and that's been, you know, extraordinarily helpful and, you know, having a support network, uh, as you, as you move through is, uh, is really important. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think anyone could say it better. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Sheila, for being with us. It has been such a pleasure to chat with you. And we're excited for everybody to, you know, hear from you and your inspiring story. Um, we so appreciate you coming back to your alma mater and, you know, sharing your experience. So we, we appreciate it. And hopefully we'll uh, see you soon. That'd be great. I'd love to continue to uh, help out in any way I can. Love it. Thank you.